country and around the world from Hit 30 HQ. Australia's biggest nightly countdown is the Hit 30. Oh, this is your boy Drake. We're Fifth Harmony. Hey, this is Sean Mendes, and I need some music. Hey, where the Veronica is. Hi, this is Ariana Grande. We are Lucas Graham. Social. Use the hashtag Hit30 to get your favorite song to number one. Ash and Marty, the mics are on. Let's go! This is the Hit30, Australia's biggest nightly countdown with Ash and Marty filling in for Angus and Emma who are on holidays, gallivanting around the world, but we are here ready to bring you Sucked some in. Support. I'd much rather be <laughs> in a <laughs> studio doing live radio to the nation. And the studio is about... Two and a half degrees. We are freezing our tits off Australia, but we are happy to be here. It's going to be a big show for you. Yes, it is. On tonight's show, you have another chance to win yourself tickets to Mag Kong. Make sure you have registered for your chance to win our first winners on air in 20 minutes. Plus, Rihanna's dropped a brand new track. Our first play goes down in three hits time. But first, it's time for Throwback to last night's top three. Y'all know what this is. The Hit 30. You can vote for all of your favourite tracks on the hashtag Hit30 or you can give us a call anytime on 131060. Get us into it, Smiley. Last night, we had a fantastic top three. Fantastic. And uh, I won't reveal who was the number one, but I can tell you who was number three. And it was her birthday. Just two nights ago, she turned 23. This is an absolute A little less conversation, a little more touch my body. I like it. It's Ariana Grande. With Into You on Australia's biggest nightly countdown to hit 30. High school revolution. I love it. That's what we're getting into tonight because I'm unhappy, Ash. I'm unhappy with the state of affairs in this country, Ugh. in the whole world. Politics is is going down the gurgler it's just at the like, moment. Give us some options. At least in America, it's kind of dramatic. Here in Australia, We've just got vanilla options Very everywhere. Very Borza, isn't it? Turnbull oh. v. Shorten. Who are you going to vote for? I don't know. I don't know. even know. But I'm going down to get a piece of bread and onion because I don't eat sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. At the local polling place on Saturday. But I know that I'm just going to stand there and look at the ballots and be like, I don't know. What do I do? What do you know I what do you should do, though? I read what? today. The health party apparently yeah. are anti-vaxxers. That's right. Don't vote for the health party. Look into their policy. Unless you are an anti-vaxxer and you really believe in that. That's but don't right. be like, they. anyway, we're getting sidetracked. But also, let's just, I mean, think about it. Donald Trump could become the new world leader oh of everyone. Gosh. Imagine him behind the desk. Right. It, 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 with his very, finger on the red button, <laughs> ready to send off little the nukes. little finger, fire the nukes. <laughs> yeah, but we do, want, we do want people to kind of inspire us into action. Like That's I felt right. like when Obama at least ran for president, everyone oh, was like, a great moment. it's a new hope for yeah. Australia. And in a for sense, the whole world. And in a sense, when we got Turnbull, we were like, it's a new... And then a week yeah. later, we were like... Oh, no, he's just like everyone else. Yeah. Uh, look, yeah, we've been talking about this a bit this last week. Yeah. And uh, I guess... When it comes to elections, we're going to run our own this week. Yeah, we are. More on that tomorrow night. Yeah, Tonight, though, we want to find out who are the revolutionaries in this country. Well, we may not realise it, but right here in the studio, we've got a revolutionary. Today, I was maybe Googling Marty Smiley, and I came across... I was it the to top cross. result? Because there aren't any others. <laughs> <laughs> I happened to, across an article from March 26, 2009 in the Herald Sun. Mm, mm. The title reads, Row over lunch prices sparks protest at 
and the name of your high school. Right. A little further in, blah, 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 a student group called the Kids of Liberty claimed that canteen prices <laughs> rose when an item sold well. Protest leader Marty Smiley <laughs> said yesterday the cost of yogurt had risen from $1 <laughs> to $2.50. Marty, did you lead a high school revolution? I did. <laughs> I, I ran, I, I boycotted my canteen and I got a couple of mates to also do that. I used MySpace as a way to broadcast my opinion <laughs> and we organised a full bo- uh, boycott of the canteen. We were very upset that yoghurt had, had risen $1.50 and also, I should say, muffins. Ooh, and no. I was very upset about it. The canteen it- prices were going up too high, so we boycotted it and we, we got value packs instead. So, <laughs> so the boycott did work? Your revolutionary sort of way. It was off. a complete disaster. I got one of the canteen ladies fired. Oh, uh, I was I felt bad at the time, but I also felt good. I guess yeah. the way Che Guevara felt as a Cuban yes. revolutionary as well. It's the weight that comes with power. So the question <laughs> is, Australia, 131060, did you or one of your mates lead a high school revolution? Maybe it was the canteen. Mm. Did you take a stand against anything? Maybe it was the soccer oval. Give us a call. Tell us your stories, and we will take your calls next. Revolution! Revolution! Uh, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about when you took a stand at your high school, let people know that you didn't like things the way they were, and that, you started a revolution. That's exactly what you did in 2009, Marty, according to the Herald Sun article I'm mm-hmm. reading. What was your group called? I wa- <laughs> the Kids, Kids of, of Liberty. Liberty. I, was studying, I was studying like the American Revolution, I think, I at, at, in high school. You were inspired. And I was very inspired. Uh, and right now, the world's leaders, very uninspiring. They could learn a couple of things from old mate Marty Smiley. So we asked- I got the muffins down from $2.50 to $1.50. And the people still remember it fondly to this day. So the question on 131060 is when did you and your mates lead a high school revolution? And first of all, we've got Lockie in Melbourne. What? How did you lead a revolution? What did you achieve, Lockie? Hey, guys. How are you going? Great, great, mate. Um, in year 12, I was a school captain and right. um, we. what happened was the, the year 12 jumpers of the and a year before me were really subpar so mm. I, they were really average and really plain so what I managed to do in year 12 was um, I had to go up against the school council and it took me about three months but uh, I got the hoops put on the jackets ah. oh so you and added I, some flavour flavour made it a bomber yeah, yeah, made it a bomber. So I actually went through my, my own company as well So oh, are, you, are you ethnic? No, no, that's that's such a lebo thing. I can say that I'm lebo. That's such a leb thing to do. Like set up your own company and like do it through that and make a couple of dollars on the side. Made some money of it. Lucky you. How did you? How did your schoolmates respond? Were you the new hero? Yeah, they loved it. Oh, yeah, everyone was um, right behind me with it. So Good it on you, lucky. Well done. You're well, a modern-day hero. We've also got Melina in Victoria. What did you do to take a stand at school, Melina? Well, when we were in year 11, we wanted to do theatre studies for year 12, but they would only run the class if there were a minimum of 10 students. They always so do started. that. Right. I know. Right. So we're like, no, we're going to do a high school revolution. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we um, took the opportunity at the end of the talent show thing that we had at our school, mm-hmm. and we did like a flash mob. And you know the song, We're Not Going to Take It? <laughs> yes. <laughs> can, can you sing, sing a little bit for us, yeah. Melina? Well, how does it go? It 
we're not gonna take it. No, we ain't gonna take it. Like that. And then we had like signs and like theater studies is closing down. Do you know what I do? It irks you make me, it Melina. Like a human right. It irks me that it's not like people have to rally to get a maths class. Mm. Like no one even wants to do maths yet they force exactly. that. We have to do it. Yeah. Everyone wants to Drama do theater should class. Be compulsory. Oh. Uh, so did yeah. you succeed? What happened? We did. Well, there was only seven of us, but they realised how passionate we were, so they let us do it anyway, which is good. Good <laughs> on you, Melina. And now you're on the radio. Isn't that just... Started from the bottom, now you're here. I know. I'm going to get a record deal now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, Melina. Slow uh, down. Well, thank you both for your calls. We're going to send you all up to see Tarzan. It's a special VIP red carpet screening. You're welcome. This for calling 131060. Let's get back to the countdown now at number 25. Topic, Nico Santos with Home on the Hit 30. Number 22, that is Drake and Wizkid up one spot, one dance. This is the Hit 30, Australia's biggest nightly countdown, and you've got Ash and Marty. What up? I love that song. I it's could listen so good, to that right? 24-7. It's Except still the number line. one song in the world and should stay there. The line, as soon as you see the text, reply me. No, I'm going to wait an hour. Yeah. Maybe I'm doing my hair. Also, Drizzy can't speak, probably. He just <laughs> drops words out and doesn't care. He gets away <laughs> with murder, that guy. All right, uh, Ash London, you have been shredded online yeah. today on the Twitter. I've what happened? Shredded. Okay, so I woke up today, right? And the first thing I saw was more photos of... um. T Swizz, Taylor yeah. Swift, hanging out with her new boyfriend. Tom Hiddleston. Oh, such a bad. Something like that. And yep. I got a bit annoyed because I was like, you know what? She just was with Calvin and now she's got a new boyfriend. And not all girls can have a breakup and then transition into a new relationship. You know what I'm saying? And two very good looking guys, oh. successful she's in their own from, fields. She's gone from babe to babe. Yep. So I sent a tweet out. I said, okay. hey girls. Despite the message Tay-Tay seems to be sending out, please know that it's okay to be without a boyfriend for five seconds. And I, I didn't mean this as in, like, you can't go from boyfriend to boyfriend. I meant it as in, it's okay if you are going to be single. You know, yeah, just, if you're one of those girls who yeah. is in a position where after you just broke up with someone, you haven't been able to find someone as quick as Tay-Tay. That's you, you were speaking for those girls. I was speaking for them saying, it's beauty and it's singleness. Good, you got me. <laughs> so then the first couple of tweets I got back, like a couple of people said, you know, no, she's sending the message that you can do whatever you want. If you find someone, you can be happy. Yep. If you want a boyfriend, get a boyfriend. So I thought to myself, Okay, that's a that's a totally valid point. Mm-hmm. Then the F bomb got dropped. Then they came after this me. This is the most anti feminist tweet. Taylor was single for two effing years before Kelvin. She just wants to date. Let her. Let her. And then I got accused of slut shaming. Being sexist much. And then I just got a little bit annoyed about the whole situation because mm. I've got a bit of a gripe, Marty, mm-hmm. when People drop this whole anti-feminist thing. Right. Like, if you have a go at any woman, you being anti-feminist. That's right. And particularly other women bringing down other women. And I didn't... I specifically wasn't trying to go after Taylor. I was really just trying to, like, defend the idea that it's okay to be single because I think so many famous people to keep themselves in the papers, mm. whatever, they always have to be in relationships. Well, I think it goes without saying that Taylor's very good at controlling the media. You may not realise it, but Ooh. she's very good at manipulating the way that stories are come out about her. She yeah. wants things on her terms. Totally. And she manages to do it really, really well. Yeah, like she's, she's got an amazing team behind really her. I was a, not a believer until I met her and then I walked out of that room just being like, I love Taylor Swift. 
She's I, amazing. I think that you even wanting to talk about this on the show tonight is more of a personal thing about you want you were speaking to yourself. You I were w- sending <laughs> that tweet to yourself, Ashland, <laughs> to say, it doesn't matter. There's no rush. I don't need to find a guy very quickly. I'm actually just really jealous that she's dating old mate Hiddleston because he's so hot and I'm so alone. Love me, somebody. And it's also proven the fact that do not mess with Taylor's fans. Just don't no, even bother. Never That'll do be. that. All right, we're going to actually talk about Taylor again very oh, soon because Kanye's famous video we need to talk about that Ooh. and uh, right now we're going to get back to the countdown at number but 21 it's what we absolutely do best we're going to get into a little bit of Little Mix and Sean Paul <laughs> I just want to do that sound all the time Yo, so y'all, this is Kanye West it's amazing you feel me alright it is time to talk about the most talked about video from the last 24 hours, and that is Kanye West's Famous. This now, is you may exactly not have seen what he it. wanted. This is exactly what he wanted us to do. I know, talk and about it. We've just taken the bait. It's Here always controversial when Kanye West is in the news, particularly also when Taylor Swift is also in the news. He she is one of the himself. naked bodies that is in the bed, this giant bed in the video. Mm. Uh, it's all, it's shot sort of like artistically, but at the same time, it also looks like Kim Kardashian's yeah, uh, sex porn tape. Vid- sex tape, so which like, I haven't seen, of course. So it's 10 minutes long. It's only available on Tidal, but of yeah. course some people have managed to rip it. Yes. You actually have a subscription to Tidal, Marty. I do. I have like a subscription to everything the at the moment, actually. only person. So for those <laughs> um, people out there who haven't actually seen the video, mm. what's going on in that bed? So yeah, there's there's 12 people, famous people in there. There's George Bush, Anna Winter, the fashion person. Vogue lady. Yeah. Donald Trump, Rihanna... Chris Brown, Taylor Swift, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, Ray J, Amber Rose, oh, Caitlyn gosh. Jenner, and Bill Cosby. Caitlyn, weirdly, like, God, this is so awkward. So there's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, out of all those, mm-hmm. who do you think's the biggest snorer? <laughs> oh. Probably like Donald. Is Donald Trump in there? I reckon Donald He's a Trump snorer would snore like a drill. Sure. Yeah. He's uh, had so much surgery on his face. Who do you think sleeps like a baby? Like if you just watch them, you're like, oh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, you think she's, she's just a little angel. She just like she wouldn't <laughs> fart. She wouldn't snore. She wouldn't move. Her makeup would stay I'm perfect. A, I'm a violent sleeper, which means like really? I toss and turn a lot in bed. I must mm. be having. I'm not even having nightmares. I don't even know why I do it. Who do you think's the most violent sleeper? Uh, ooh, I don't want to answer that. <laughs> Uh-huh. I think George Bush is... George Bush for be, sure. Get out of here. <laughs> but Lena Dunham today has come out and she, mm. I know she made a comment. What, what, what was her view on the whole thing? She was sort of saying, this video makes me feel very unsettled. Yeah. And uh, it, it's a little, I think it's a bad uh, message for girls because it makes them feel a little bit unsafe potentially. Because you yeah. see Taylor there, she didn't give uh, permission for him to do that. Nor does, I don't think any of them any necessarily need to get give permission. Yeah. They're all celebrities. Uh, they're all famous. We can use their image in any way. That's why. That's the price of fame. I think that's exactly what he's saying. But it does feel quite voyeuristic when you do watch the video because it's close up. And there's this one moment where it goes quiet and it's just like... People's breathing. I know. It's really weird. Can you weird. turn that bed off so we can just get... It's like... Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's okay, stop, stop, stop. It makes I don't me, like it. <laughs> it makes but me really feel weird. I mean, he's clearly uh, making a point. And... So, look, he has made a point. And the, what he said today in a tweet, he said, I'm waiting for everyone to sue me. Where, where are they at? Where are you all at? Because he loves it. People are good at suing Kanye West, but I'm very curious to hear what Taylor Swift will do next with this because she always uses Kanye as 
a platform for the for, next thing. Yeah, for the next thing. So let's see what she does next. Only time will tell. It is time to get back into the countdown now. Twenty one pilots are up ten spots with this bang. I really love these guys. I love these. They've kind of come out of nowhere. This is Heathens, number nineteen on the hit thirty. Live across Australia, this is the hit thirty. Oh Marty, something awkward happened to me. What? Well, you know, we've been talking a lot lately about famous Kanye West. And oh, yeah, Tiss all the celebrities sleeping and, in the same yeah. bed together. So the last thing that I watched last night before I went to bed yeah. was um, famous right. Kanye. Yeah. Then I went to sleep. Oh, that's... And then, you know, it's often <laughs> Did like, you have a sexy dream? I had a bit of a sexy dream. <laughs> <laughs> about Taylor's new boyfriend, Tom Hiddleston. Oh. Okay. He's kind of my type. I love a tall Englishman. Right. But I felt really Wait, awkward. Wait, no wonder you're about tweeting it. about her. <laughs> yeah, I'm straight up jealous. You're obsessed with the one. But moment. I felt really awkward because it's a sexy dream about someone I don't know. Don't you reckon that's orcs? I have. Uh, my, I, I, I also uh, um, have had a sex dream. But I Is it all, just the one? <laughs> I feel so awkward about talking about this. But I never. Um, it's always bad. It's always what do you a, mean? like it's always very awkward. Every time I'm in a situation in the dream, yeah. I do something to screw it up. Or it's is it someone that you don't want to be having sexy times with? It, no, well, yeah, that also. Um so one time you, one time you... it was a teacher. Oh, that is awkward. Yeah, and then I went into class and I was like, I just can't look at you the same. You cannot definitely <laughs> cannot do that. Yeah, I I you hear really awkward stories. One of my mates had a had a sex dream about right. like a cousin, and he was like, never, no, no, never no, wanted no. to go to a family event ever again because you can't control it. You try to control it sometimes. You're like, That's the thing. I'm going to think about this person. Freud I'm did a whole bunch of studies on it. I'm pretty sure, and it's you, you can't help it. You can't help it. So I had a sexy dream about Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. Not so awkward. You had a sex dream about a teacher. Mm-hmm. Mucho so awkward. Thirteen, ten, sixty. I'm sure we've got some some winners out there, guys. Who did you have an awkward? sex dream about. I'm I'm excited to hear some of these ones. Okay, we're going to get to your calls very soon, but let's get back to the countdown right no, now. No, we're not going to do that. No. We're going to do something even better. Oh, what we're are gonna we going to do? We're going to get some ads. Okay. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, sex in your dreams, am I right, Ash? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're talking about sex dreams. Ash mm. had a sex dream about Tom Hiddleston, who yeah. got to be bottom, uh, yeah. Taylor Swift's <laughs> new man. Which I thought was awkward, but you said no, it's it's more awkward when you have a sex dream about someone you know. That I you had shouldn't. one about a teacher, walked into class, couldn't look at her the same anymore. So, uh, so in 1360, we, yeah. so we're asking, who did you have an awkward sex dream about? Mercedes in Melbourne. Who was it, babe? It was actually my best friend's boyfriend. Oh! <laughs> okay. Yeah. Was it graphic? Oh, my. Well, it, it wasn't too bad, but it was cool. <laughs> okay. Did you find yourself attracted to him before the dream? No, not at all, actually. And were you attracted to him after the dream? Definitely not. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. It wasn't great sex then. Was it awkward no, the next no. time you saw him? Well, I ended up telling my best friend about it, <gasps> and... Um, I don't know whether she told him or not, but it just was never... uh, We were never left alone together after that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go and get us some dinner. Um, Who's coming with me? I love that Mercedes. Uh, Good on you for telling your best friend. I'm not sure I would have done that. I would have kept that to myself personally. All right, we also have James from Queensland. Mate, who did you have a sex dream about? All righty. I had two art, two art teachers in grade 12. Yeah. Two of them. Were they both in the same dream? Yes, they oh, were, gosh. and they were both mint as hell, yeah. Um, <laughs> what does mint mean? What's that, like, good-looking? Like, perfect. Oh. Did you paint them like one of your French girls? Uh, no, well, 
One of them, one of them was an employee, and the other one was a student teacher. Okay. And oh. I walked in, and I just couldn't look at them ever again. Oh, I feel you, bro. Darling. I feel you, bro. It's very difficult. Very difficult. Yeah, I think that's a typical thing, like having you know feelings for your teacher. Shout outs to Mister Carinder, my grade okay. uh, going there, my grade <laughs> science teacher. He's a, he, he doesn't know he lives overseas. He's not listening to me. Please. I don't know. I love you, Mister Carinder. <laughs> Mike was his name. Oh, he was so. And once there was his play on at school, and the teachers did a play every year. And he was in the play and he was topless in the play. And all of us were like, oh, I'm pretty sure half of the high school had a sexy dream about Mr. Curran yeah, the next our, day. In our year 12, when they always do the presentation, yeah. our teachers like pretty much did a strip show. What? So no wonder we're having sex dreams about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Hey guys, thank you so much for your calls on 131060. We're going to send both of you guys off to see Tarzan starring Alexander Skarsgård, a.k.a. my future husband, and Margot Robbie in cinemas June 7. But now... For the rest it. of the country, keep dreaming uh, <laughs> yeah. while we get back to the countdown at number 15 tonight from Anne Uri. This one. It's called Alarm. You're on the Hit 30. Hey, this is Selena Gomez. It is so good to have Selena Gomez back in the chart where she belongs. I am such a fan of her new album, Revival. Hands to myself. Oh, it gets into, I, I reckon. Metaphorical gin and juice. I reckon I play it like three or four times a day in it's my a sexy, car. sexy, saucy just song. Just like going through mm-hmm. getting into it on the lights. We chatted to her actually one year ago. Today, it was myself and producer Cabanossi. It was before she'd released Revival, so we wanted to get all the goss on the upcoming project. Hi, yay, hi guys, how are you? We are so, so good. We're just chilling in sunny Sydney. Where in the world are you kicking back chatting to us from? Well, it's 9.30pm in Los Angeles, California. It sounds to us like working hard for Selena Gomez also has its perks. I mean, you took your writers to Mexico to write the album. That's got to be pretty fun. No, it genuinely was. I, I really wanted this album to kind of feel personal and I wanted to take it on a journey and I just had this feeling that if I went to Mexico that I would I would find something and I came with I came up with the title of my album in Mexico we wrote four incredible songs there and it just it, but it was like a part of the album it just made sense you know I've been kind of searching for my identity and in, in my music and what separates me from other artists and I think I kind of found this sweet spot and and good for you just kind of sets the tone for the record and you kind of see it goes, it builds up from there, but it has this texture to it that I think all of my other previous songs have kind of been lacking. Okay, so, okay, so this, <laughs> this interview happened a year ago. We talked about the music with Selena Gomez, but then something happened next. It's probably one of my favorite things that we did on air. Now, it involves you, producer Draco. Yeah. Do you remember what happened next? It was the best day of my life. <laughs> this day, the 28th of June, 2015, where you surprised me with Selena Gomez. Like, yeah. I'm a massive fan. There's not many people I, like, obsessed with. I meet, <laughs> I meet people here every day, and everyone's like, oh, you met Fifth Harmony? I'm like, yeah, don't really care. But Selena Gomez, oh. Okay. The ultimate. Play the audio because it's my favourite. Now I'm going to level with you, Selena, because obviously you have a great deal of fans all over the world. Taylor Swift is probably one of your biggest as well. We know that. 
I reckon we've got a bigger fan of yours just here at the radio station. Oh, really? His name is uh, Producer Draco. We call him that because he looks like Draco Malfoy. He even noticed that you wore a Balmain crop top <laughs> backwards the other day, and he wrote, and I quote, no one question her because she slays it like. Yeah, he loves you, and he's going to absolutely kill us for doing this, but would you like to come in here and have a quick chat to Selena, maybe ask come her on. a question? Get Don't cry. Hi, Selena. Hi, Good. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> Before he tries to play it cool and be really, you know, controlled, because we all do it when we meet yeah. our heroes, here's just a little snippet of what goes on behind the scenes here at Shazam Top 20. You ready? Yes, I am, I think. What would you ask her? I would think I would die. I wouldn't know what to do. Could you imagine? Oh my god, see this photo? So I watched a, like, not documentary, but, like, behind-the-scenes video about at how long it took them to stick the diamonds onto her lips for this photo shoot for the album. Took ages. Yeah, instead of studying for my HSC in year 12, I just would go home and watch Disney Channel. <laughs> and with the Waverly Place is always on. God, seriously, Selena Gomez, that is the most embarrassing that's ever oh, happened to me. I hope to see you or meet you eventually. Thank you for being You would not want to hug me because I would literally die. I would literally die. And you'd be like, oh, get this dead guy off me. <laughs> I promise I'm really not that cool. Have you got, like, any more plans to come to Australia really soon? Because I know everyone would die. Oh, it's, 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 such a, it's such a priority. This next tour is going to be my heart and soul in it, and it will be better than what you could have even seen before. So I'm coming. I'm coming to you, I promise. Oh, my God. I died. Did you die? Did you die? Did you die? <laughs> Literally. Everyone, everyone is so mean to me here, Selena. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Selena, thank you for stopping by and being an absolute babe. We love you. Oh, I love you. I honestly, I really hope to, like, come by the studio when I'm there. And thank you guys so much for always, like, being supportive, honestly. We will be supportive and we'll slip Draco a him so he doesn't freak you out too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is actually coming out to the country on the 6th of August, kicking off her tour in Melbourne. And she's in our countdown yes. tonight with Charlie Poof. We don't talk anymore. Coming in at number 10. You're on the hit 30. Oh, yeah. No, that wasn't a mistake. <laughs> they're talking about Potty Mouth Adele. She's hit the oh, stage man. at Glastonbury. Yeah, she's done her songs. But then she was like, you it, know what? Yeah. While I'm here, I'm going to go to town with the expletives. Little girl, is there a step? I've got to lift you up. Oh, here we go. Have any of you had to do a like down the front? Have any of you had to do a someone's pointing at someone over there? What have you said? Is that in that cup? Don't throw that at me. I'm sure you're aware that I don't really have many like upbeat, happy songs, which I think is why a lot of people moaned about me coming tonight. But they're obviously not watching, so. <laughs> I love that at some stage she gets a five-year-old yeah. onto the stage and as that kid is walking onto the stage, she's just like, F this and F Drops that. Drops an F-bomb. Uh, are you a swearer? You know what? I wasn't a swearer until I started working for this radio station. That's <laughs> brought then, it out in you. It really did. When I first started, I had a swear jar and Angus made me put $5 in for every F word. And before long, I had donated like $200 to Now World you swear Vision. like a sailor. Swear like a sailor. What about you, Marty? I'm not a swearer. Uh, my, I've, I've had it just bashed into me from, <laughs> from, from my parents. Just no, no swearing. Don't be a potty mouth. But uh, I think use the English language to your best ability. 
it does require a better command of the English language That's to not right. swear. You have to try harder. It's very yeah. easy to rely on the F-bomb. Or well, well, I reckon there are a lot of very classy, well-read Hit 30 listeners out mm. there that might have some swear words that aren't really swear words. Well, like, equivalents, alternatives. Like yes. My dad always says, bloomin' thing, instead of... Well, what else he can think of? Exactly. Or I say, um, if I if I get something wrong, I go, oh, tits, McGee, tits, McGee, <laughs> tits are a beautiful thing. I I like toe rag. Oh like yeah, calling describing someone, a toe someone rag, as that. Like yeah. It's so foul. But what when about you think um? About it. Yeah. Oh, gutter filth. Gutter filth. Mm. Oh, I love it. Thirteen ten sixty. Have you got a favourite swear word that? isn't really a swear word. Yeah. Give us a call. The more creative, the better. We will take your calls next. Oh, yeah. We were inspired by Adele's expletive-laden performance at Glastonbury mm. today to talk about swearing. In particular, swear words that aren't really swear words. I had toe rag. Yeah. What did you have, I Marty? Bloomin' thing. Bloomin', that's that's a crap example. <laughs> oh, tits McGee. Tits McGee, I like. I love it. Uh, Fraser in Canberra, what's yours, buddy? Well, I had a friend, never used to like to swear. Really, really innocent type, type of kid. And instead of saying, you know, oh, F-head or D-head, he'd say fudge packer. Oh, that's... <laughs> That's got another yeah, meaning, me doesn't it? What does it mean? I don't know what it means. I like that one. We're wrapping it up. I don't like that one. Thanks, Fraser. <laughs> okay, we've also got Cass from New South Wales. What is your swear word that's not really a swear word? Hi, shiitake mushrooms. Oh, oh, I like that. I've also done that. I, <laughs> I like, like it. that because it's using a swear word but turning it into something that isn't a swear word. Yeah. Draco's dad always says, because he's uh, Christian, he says, uh, Christ church. Yeah, he doesn't like saying Christ. So he's from New Zealand. He goes, oh, Christchurch. <laughs> Good on you, Cass. David in New South Wales, what's your swear word? It's not really a swear word. So instead of saying get it's get forked. Get forked. Get okay. forked. Get I like that. That would also hurt forking someone would not be yeah. fun. So I guess it works. Yes, Thank it you, works David. both ways. Yeah. I like it, David. All right, we've also got Chris. Wrap this up. What is your alternative swear word? Bum shit on your head. Pardon me? Bum shit poop on your head. Bum shit poop on your head. Yeah, that's what my name said when she kicked the toe. That's like 15 swear words in one. <laughs> is poop a swear word? Well, is. Can I use my then? I don't know. Yeah. That's, what shit. that's what bum you were shit. supposed to call us and tell us, not just call us and say shit. Okay, just say like four random words. Chris, did you listen to the setup of the call? Uh, you had one job, mate, to call us up and give us a swear word that wasn't really a swear word and you failed. But it's okay because we're going to send all of our callers off to see The Legend of Tarzan. It's a blockbuster cast. Alexander Skarsgård, Margot Robbie in cinemas July 7. And we'll catch you on the other side. All right, we've had a fantastic countdown so far, so let's have a look at it in review. Here's your top five. What'll be number one? Get ready for this. Number five. Oh, I'm too good to you. I'm way too good to you. You take my love for granted. I just don't know. Four. Number three. Take off your clothes. Blow up the fire. Don't be so shy. We got there. You're right, Marty. It was a very good-sounding chart, but now it is time to find out who reigns supreme on the Hit 30 chart. All right, well, it seems like this duo mm. has done it again. It is the Veronica's... Jedward, no. At, no. Not Jedward. Not Jedward. It is the Veronica's <laughs> at number one tonight. 
This song has been absolutely killing it. It's in my blood. And it's not Jedward. The number one song in the country. Congratulations, Lisa and Jess of the Veronica's. That was In My Blood. If you don't like that song, if you don't want it to be number one tomorrow, then don't vote for it. Vote for something else with the hashtag hit 30. Hey, can you pronounce their last name, Lisa and Jess's? Oraglasso? No. Oraglasso. You failed. You failed all of tonight. Oraglasso. Oraglasso. I don't know. You can't even do it. Don't I don't know. Judge Judy. I, just, I literally just wanted to see if you could. Anyway, uh, that is the show for tonight. Thank you for joining us for this ride. Uh, if you do want to enter our MagCon competition for tomorrow, make sure you go to thehit.com.au and you can register there. We love you guys. Catch you tomorrow. Peace.